up, we thought food was only something that could be enjoyed. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. So much of life happens in the kitchen. It's a place to gather, to laugh, to burn your meatloaf while the kids do their homework at the kitchen island. So if life is happening in the kitchen, that's where we want to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can be great dads and great cooks. This show is about us trying to figure it all out. I'm Chris. And I'm Phil. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. Chris, what is America's finest news source? Other than The Onion. Crap. Other than The New York Times. I was trying Those are to, your two favorite? I was trying to think of, uh, at first, like my first, my first thought was New York Times, and then I was thinking CNN, and then I was thinking, like, what's the most ridiculous thing that I could say? And then I went to The Onion, and then I was like, oh, shoot, that's probably the wrong answer. Except it's not the wrong answer. It is absolutely The Onion. Don't you love The Onion, Chris? It's my favorite. I'm sorry, Phil. I didn't want to steal your thunder. It is America's finest news source. No, that's like literally their tagline. Oh. Like when you go to theonion.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just as the. I just <laughs> see their articles pop source. up on like other things. So. It's a favorite on my, like, uh, like you know, if I click favorites. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I think at one time I actually had it as my homepage just because I couldn't get enough of The Onion. I, I just love it. It's so fun. So, Phil, are you saying that you have layers? I do. Oh. I'm like an ogre. Okay. Good to know. Oh. Don't you? Someday. Who are you Not on the inside? today, Phil. Not today. There is just one hard shell today. I, be- I don't believe that. Yeah, I think you're a big softy, you know? Okay, Phil. So just tell me, tell me I, I know where you're going with this. Like, I get it. I understand the, the hint here. Let's talk about some onions. You know, th- what actually gave me the idea for this episode was last week's episode when you talked about whiskey. Because yes. whiskey is the greatest thing on earth. And what goes best with the greatest thing on earth, only the other most greatest thing on earth. And that's the onion, Chris. Uh, okay. It it is a thing that has grown on me as I've gotten older. I have I have very much grown to appreciate the onion because when I was little, it was like this pungent thing that was sometimes on hamburgers, and you would just bite into it raw, and it was like whoa, kind of a little bit of overload. But oh my gosh, sautéed onions, like onions and butter, that is the closest thing to heaven, Phil. You get that me. I can think of. You get me. Well, and it's interesting. Because I, I feel like I had somewhat of a similar experience as well. And I don't, like growing up that is, I don't know if it's because as children, we just weren't quite ready for the pungency of an onion or... Our parents didn't know how to cook them. If they just didn't know how to give them to us. It's probably that. Because I think that's entirely possible. I think I grew up on raw onions and that was it. Yeah, it was like, you know, eat your vegetables. And was it was it broccoli? No. Was it a carrot? No. It was just an onion. What the hell, man? But you're right. They're delicious when they're prepared correctly. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of the disconnect is we as Americans just don't really know how to prepare them. Like there's so many different types of onions out there, right? You've got your whites and your reds and your yellows and you've got so many other types of onions as well. Are we getting into like, oh, I don't know, spring onions and scallions? Spring onions and, 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 you know, sweet onions and your Vidalia. What's that? Like there's so many different types out there. So let's talk about how we use them and the scallion and the scallion. It's just like a wild scallion that you ride along the beach, you know, (laughs) that's terrible. This is pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Wait, like you, you, you get that. I was like, like that was a pun for us for a horse, right? Yes, Phil, I do. Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if the listeners did, but you know, so Chris, did you know that the onion has actually been around since 
pretty much the dawn of time. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, they've been around forever. Uh, there's actually some really fascinating history about the use of onions among our earthling civilization. Go on. Like ancient Egyptian, Egyptians have, have used them. Uh, they actually saw them as a metaphor for eternal life because of the layers. Did they use them for eating or did they use them for other things? Uh, well, you know, we'll get into that. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting. They they revered them to such a high esteem that Ramses IV actually was buried with onions in his eye sockets. Gross. I first mean, of all. come on. Gross. So, I mean, I, yeah, I can't imagine that was like a big old red onion. Maybe it was. Maybe he was a big-eyed monster. Probably scouting. It was probably, it was probably a pearl onion, Chris. Okay, maybe. Maybe it was a pearl onion. We'll go with that. The Greeks actually discovered that the onion is an anti-inflammatory. Did you know it was an anti-inflammatory? Check this out. Like the original Olympic Games, they would drink the onion juice. And that was like a competition? No, it was just like a way to, to, to treat... The inflammation of a, of, you know, an athlete that kills another athlete. Good to know. Good to know. I'll uh, make sure to keep a good glass of onion juice in my refrigerator. Next time you're all swole. Uh, <laughs> ever been to Chicago? Oh, Phil, have I? What are you going to say about Chicago and onions? Well, it gets its name from Chicago, which literally translates to striped skunk. Striped thought, skunk, huh? Onions and skunks, you know, they don't smell too good. So let's name this town Chicago because Chicago stinks. I'm just reading the facts. This came from Dan Carlin's oh. Hardcore History. Okay. You know. Because I'm sure he has a whole entire series on the onion. Yeah. Well, you know, was, he was he was talking about Genghis Khan and World World War another. II and then the onion. Sure. And that brings us to now. So that was that was really kind of a, you know, a synopsis of where the onion came from to now to you eating a raw onion on a hamburger and thinking maybe this is the wrong thing for this hamburger. So, Chris, if we take the onion and we peel back its layers, we'll discover that every onion falls into one of three categories. You've got your storage onions, you've got your softy onions, and you've got the little guys. The, the, the little guys, I'm assuming, are your pearl onions that would fit inside your eyes. That's only one of the many little guy onions. Okay. So the first type of onion, Phil. What the falls storage that onion. Court? The storage onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah, what so those? these are kind of like your... Red, white, the, the, classic the, onions? Red, white, and blue. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Red, white, and blue onions. The, the, the onions that you think of when you are making your favorite dish and it says use an onion it's probably going to be one of those three yellow you've got your white do yellow, yellow fall into that and you're red okay they do they absolutely do and we call them storage onions because they're perfectly kept in a pantry a, a dry cool place they can actually keep for months have you ever bought an onion years? and then you forget to years, use it Phil? uh i suppose i don't know maybe on mars where it's like super dry and cool but have you purchased an onion before and then forgotten about it and then you're like, well, that's probably not good anymore. So you throw it away like a wasteful American. No. And guess what, Chris? It probably was still good because it's called a storage onion. Yeah, that, that is true. Onions can last for a long time. So can garlic, Phil. Garlic so lasts garlic. a long time. Pretty much anything with the with the skin on. Like people, these things last forever. Especially if you put them in the freezer. And your storage onions are relatively, I say this word lightly because I... Gosh, I can just imagine you scoffing at this, but they they are relatively interchangeable. So if your dish scoff calls anyway, for, but yeah. say you know, 
Use use a yellow onion, and you go to the store, and they don't have any yellow onions, which is very unlikely because yellow onions actually make up ninety percent of all of the storage onions sold in the U.S. Sounds about right. You could probably use a white onion. Okay. You could probably use but, a red onion. Uh, okay, that was my next question. Can you use a red onion? I feel like Phil, though, even if they are maybe kind of ever so slightly interchangeable, there are some best uses for each onion. There are indeed. So let's kind of do this in order of pungency, if you will. So let's start with our white onion. This is going to be the least pungent. And so it's maybe the sweetest, so good. if you will. It's not the sweetest. It's okay. not the sweetest, okay. but okay. it okay. is But it is the best. The mildest. Mild. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's, it's, it's of the three storage onions, that is, because there are more mild onions than this one. But of those three, it is the, the most mild. And it's a great topper for chili because I know how much you love chili, yeah. especially this time of year. And it also goes great in pico de gallo because I also know how much you love pico de gallo. It is your favorite. And moving on to the yellow onion. Thing to eat while you're drinking. So the yellow onion. It's so sad that our listeners don't get our inside jokes. I like the yellow onion for sauteing, Phil. Actually, I don't hate white onions. I feel like we should maybe do an episode explaining all of our inside jokes. So the red onion, though, that to me would get a lot of downloads. Is the type of onion that you might eat more so raw, like in a guacamole or something like that? Well, it can. It can be. But since we're staying with the order of things, you did mention the yellow onion. Saute. Yellow, yellow onion is pretty interesting because it's it, it's pretty intense raw, but it's super mellow when it's sautéed, roasted, or caramelized. Like there's a big contrast between raw and cooked when it comes to the yellow onion. And this is also a great onion to use if the recipe doesn't specify what to use. Like if it just says use an onion, go buy yourself a yellow onion. It's probably going to be the cheapest. It's often on sale and you can find it anywhere. Okay. Okay. So what about the red onion, Phil? So the red onion is definitely going to be the most intense of the three storage onions. It is honestly kind of the best onion in the world because of its color. It's just so pretty. It goes great on salads. It's a great salad topper. It is going to be intense, but it it really pairs nicely with some other things. So like, yeah, if you're going to eat it by itself, it's going to be pretty intense. But if you want to put it on on a cheeseburger, it's got a good crunch. It holds its body, if you will. Wow. It goes great in guacamole, like you mentioned. Yeah. Because uh, of the color, honestly. I think that's because my preferred pickled onion. Oh, really? Even more so than a spring onion? Well, it depends on what you're making. Here's a fun fact. If you want to remove the intensity of the red onion, because you don't like an intense onion, but you do like the color, just soak it in water. Okay. Is that like your quick for like, tip for the week? No, 30 minutes. Yeah, that's my quick tip. All right, so those, those are your storage onions. If, if, if you don't, you know, really care, then... This is probably be a good time to turn this off because we're going to get more into onions. We're going to get super hardcore into onions by launching right into the softies. And Chris, you've mentioned these. There's three types of softy onions. The sweet onion, the green onion, a.k.a. scallion, and the spring onion. So let's talk about sweet onions. These are so commonly mistaken for yellow onions that it's not even funny. Like, it's ridiculous how many people think that a sweet onion and a yellow onion are the same things, but they're not, are they, Chris? Obviously, obviously not, Phil. Obviously. A sweet onion is much smaller than a yellow onion, and that's kind of the easiest way to distinguish the two. It's it's mild and crisp. It has less sulfur and more water than a yellow onion, which makes it great for eating raw. And also, because of that water content, it is absolutely perfect if you want to make onion rings because it holds the moisture. How about that? Okay. Yeah, so if you see like a giant onion ring, it probably wasn't used with a sweet onion. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. 
That's probably like uh, whatever the cheapest onion is. Is my guess. Probably whatever the cheapest onion was. Yeah. So if you're at a, like a super fine establishment, like I don't know, in Applebee's, you're gonna notice the onion rings are quite small because they're using the most expensive of the onions. Yes, gourmet Applebee's onion rings. <laughs> uh, ever heard of a Georgia Vidalia? Who hasn't? Oh yeah, definitely. Are, I the, use those the, all the time. All the time. These are definitely going to be your your most popular of the sweet onions because they're super good, but they're only available seasonally. If you see a good Vidalia onion on sale at your local market, pick that puppy up and make some onion rings. Okay, so we got we got the sweet onions, and then the next is small, tiny, itty bitty, diminutive, well, we'll get there. dwarf onions. We'll get there. We still have some subcategories here for for the softies. Green onion, aka scallion. And scallion just sounds sexier, if you ask me. So I think we should just start calling them scallions from now on. But these are like, you know, the mild herbaceous variety of onion that goes great over things like Asian dishes or, I don't know, scrambled eggs, if you want. It's a great garnish because of the color. And, you know, they're like tubular, kind of like this podcast. Okay. So, but honestly, what else is there to say? Truly. You've got your spring onions. And this is a really interesting onion because there's actually nothing too special about the spring onion at all, except that it's exactly like a storage onion, except it was harvested prematurely. And that's what makes it a spring onion. And they're super hard to find. It's kind of like a microgreen. Like a microgreen. That's actually where the whole idea of this episode came from. Tune into last week's if you want to learn about malt. Oh, I said said microgreen, Phil. Oh, I thought you said grain. No, No, green, like... Still, listen to last week's episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll know about malts. Green, like, you know, baby arugula. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, this isn't really going anywhere. Should we talk about the little guys? I thought you would never ask, Phil. <laughs> okay, you mentioned shallots. Talk to me about the shallots. Hit me with the shallot, Chris. Hit me where it hurts. You know, it's a type It's a type of onion. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's rather the, bulby. The et nature of a shallot. Yeah, no, I, I, I like shallots. spelled with an O. Well, yeah, that's how you spell it in the world. Cigarette? Yep. I think shallots are maybe one of my favorite types of onion, Phil. Yeah, I agree with you. So uh, great. They're super good. They can be used pretty much interchangeably if a recipe calls for any of the three storage onions and all you have is a shallot. Pretty good way to go. It's just going to be more mild and way more difficult to chop because, or dice, or you know, mints, I suppose, because they're super small. So, so Chris, there's a remedy. If you're having a hard time chopping shallots because you have to make a whole skills. lot of salad, you can blanch it very quickly and it's going to make it super easy to dice because okay. the skin just falls right so, off. So what's the super, super quick of the blanching process? Yeah. So super quick t- technique for blanching, you basically just drop something in boiling water for a few seconds and then drop it into an ice bath, arrest that cooking, and you've got yourself a blanched item. In this case, a podcast. I'm getting the thumbs up. Cool. Fantastic. There's also an onion called the pearl onion. We've mentioned that a few times. This is actually a great onion because of just how beautiful it is. And you can eat them whole because, you know, they're small. So it's actually pretty I'm common pretty to sure. find a pearl onion in Cocova or Bourguignon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Phil, I'm pretty sure that you can eat any any onion whole. Uh, we should absolutely try this, Chris. And by we, I mean you. For the ratings, Chris, for our YouTube channel that doesn't exist, would you try eating a red onion whole? Oh, I don't know. I thought you were the one that didn't have gag reflexes. No, it's the Italians that don't have gag reflexes. And the Italians invented a beautiful onion called a cipollini. 
which is basically just like a small yellow onion that is super high in sugar, which makes it great for roasting whole because it's also a little guy. So it's the little guys that we want to, you know, roast whole. I suppose so. And that, Chris, is literally all there is to say about the onion. At least it's fresh content. It's true. Right? At least it's fresh content. Still putting out episodes. Okay, Phil. Well, I uh, think that's about enough. Mm, no. Layer talk? Sure. It's been enough. Now, honestly, there, there's anybody could figure this out just by following a recipe. I think like you're going to you're going to learn as you go, you know, and thank God for the Internet. Maybe that was the problem, Chris. When we were growing up, the Internet wasn't a thing. Yeah, because we're old. Sure. But I do think that there's like a level of experience that goes along with this. You kind of try something and get to know the unique characteristics of that specific vegetable or ingredient. And in this case, You'll kind of quickly learn which onions that you like to do what with, I guess, maybe. Yeah. What not and what have you. And Phil, if there's, you know, something that you forgot to mention about the onion, would you put that in our show notes? Yeah, actually, I think that's a, that's a really good idea because if there were anything that I forgot to mention about the onion, like how the ancient Egyptians used them to send gifts to the ancient Greeks, which is absolutely not true. I'm sure I'll include links to our show notes in the show notes that in the show notes. Yeah. Which can be found at dadskitchenco.com, which is a website that we have. And if I'm wrong about any of that history, then maybe we should invite our listeners to reach out to us on social to tell us that I was wrong about that history, which can be found by going to instagram.com slash dadskitchenco. 